All right, a lot going on this week. Uh, racists everywhere, uh, committing horrible, heinous race crimes. Uh, nooses everywhere. Everybody's being hung. This is this is just the 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 height of racism in America. It's just disgusting. Uh, so we'll be getting into all of the nooses um, found within the past week. Uh, well, not all of them. I, I'm not going to go through every single one, but um, yes. So we'll get to nooses. Uh, Ypsilanti's mayor, Democrat. Oh, you got to love it when the Democrats eat themselves alive. This Democrat has fallen to the woke mob. And finally, black people are incapable of racism. We know this because they have no power. So we will cover uh, what this black man is doing, beating the crap out of a white Macy's employee for what appears to be no reason. I'm Thomas Fry. This is the Holmes Politicast. So I'm going to start with this story about the left eating its own because, gosh, you love to see it, don't you? Uh, these people create these ridiculous standards that nobody can meet. Um, it's it's racist to do just about anything. It's racist to even disagree with a black person, uh, right? I've been called racist for disagreeing with a black person, um, even though they had absolutely no idea what the hell they were talking about. So this woman... From Ypsilanti, uh, Mayor Bashart, uh, Beth Bashart is the mayor. She made a comment that she admitted were racist during a city council meeting, allegedly, uh, because I, I, you know, I'm a news source, so I'm going to say allegedly because it was not a racist comment. It was a totally true comment. Now, I had, a, I had a conversation about this with a friend on Facebook. He's going, well, yeah, I don't want my racist. I don't want my politicians to say racist things. And I'm like, it's, it's not racist. It's, it's the truth. Uh, it is not racist to say a true thing. And if you think it is, eat me. Okay, I will say true things all I want. And because I'm not on the left and I don't have this ridiculous double standard... Uh, people slandering me as a racist. I don't really care. You can call me a racist all you want. I don't care. Uh, because your opinion is moronic. Your definition of racism is stupid. And I'm just not, I'm just not going to go for it. So what did she say that was so offensive and racist and bigoted? Well, she said, since I will be crucified if I vote against any black person on any commission... I'm going to vote yes. Now, she was voting yes on... Okay, it was on, on appointing a uh, black commissioner. And the... the uh, You know, I read what she said. Uh, she'd be crucified for voting against a black person on this commission. Uh, so, that's not wrong. Had she voted no, even if she thought he was unfit for the job, had she voted no, she'd have been called a racist. Now, Fox News reports, um, so published six days ago uh, by Fox 2, Ypsilanti Mayor apologizes after she said she'd be crucified for voting against black council members. So that's the, that's the title of the piece. Uh, so the third paragraph. Bashart and the city council were voting to renew a black commission member 
In the past, she's been criticized for her record of not appointing more African Americans, or black Americans, because none of them are from Africa. They, they're Americans. They, they have no African citizenship, so um, that is very racist of Fox to call them African Americans. They are Americans. Uh, <clears throat> but said, she's been criticized for her record of not appointing more black Americans, but during the vote on Tuesday, the renewal was rejected, and the council members were upset with the mayor's comments and her haphazard voting. <clears throat> so, she's been criticized already for not approving black members to the council. So, her statement is 100% accurate. They're going to come after you if you don't do what the black guy wants. All right, that's that's not racist. I, I feel like I'm being redundant here. So I'm going to quit saying that's not racist because, you know what, anybody that's going to call me racist is going to say that I'm racist anyway. Uh, it doesn't matter how many times I say it's not racist. Their definition of racist is disagreeing. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and call me a racist. So she's already been crucified. She's a Democrat, which not a single news outlet will report. And not only is she a Democrat, but she's also gay, so she should be safe from criticism from the left, right? Because she's a part of the intersectional group, right? That is that is widely accepted. Oh, but no, her opinion dared disagree with the party. Her opinion dared be the truth. So for that, she's being crucified. Uh, she has since resigned, of course, um, because she was, you know, forced out by her own mom. And you know, I, again, I can't say that I'm sad. To see a Democrat go this way. I mean, when you are a part of setting up, and she has been. She's been a part of setting this up. She set herself up for this. And just watching it bite her in the butt is just, it's kind of funny. Um, so, yeah, she's out. Uh, poor, poor Beth. Um, never going to be in politics again. Um... Gosh, I'm, I'm, I just, this isn't tenable, people. This is in Michigan. This isn't even national news. This is our culture in Michigan, okay? If you say a true thing, you will be crucified. You will have your life destroyed. You will have your job taken away. You will have your, your career flushed down the drain because you said a true thing. Maybe, maybe a bit insensitive. But it was a true thing. And remind me again, we live in the, we're, we're still in the United States, right? People are still allowed to talk, right? And she did the totally wrong thing here. Um, for her to resign, I mean, obviously she's a coward. Um, she, she has no backbone. Uh, she, she should have stood up to these people and said, no, I'm not resigning. If you don't like me, vote me out of office. But that's not what she did. Because she will sacrifice her job to the narrative. Uh, that is how that is how vested some of these leftists are in their narrative. They will give up their career. They will be shamed out of public office for making a true statement just because a mob of woke little children are marching around with signs demanding that she give up her job. Now... 
it's not often that I defend leftists, uh, particularly radical leftists, um, particularly Democrat leftists. Um, you know, any of those, actually, uh, I don't generally defend. Um, so I'm not going to start. Uh, yeah, I'm glad she's out of office. Uh, I'm glad that she didn't have the spine to stand up to these people and say, no, I'm not leaving. Um, but Republicans, take note. Do not give in to this narrative. Conservatives, take note. Do not give in to the mob. You cannot appease them. They will always find something for which they can crucify you unless you are thinking, unless you have all of the right think. If you have any wrong think, they will shame you and they will criticize you until you are gone. Do not give them that satisfaction. Do not admit to being racist. Or if you do, do it ironically and call them idiots for doing so. For calling you racist is what I mean. So here is where we are in Michigan. Uh, you cannot cannot give in to the mob. And I I, I mentioned on the show, it, it's been a few months now, but Peter Lucido did the same thing. A Republican, spineless. Uh, he made a comment that some idiot reporter, I think it was Allison Donahue, uh, misconstrued as being a sexual remark uh, about a bunch of boys like gang raping or something or gang sex or something. I mean... It, the the allegation of what he was saying is ridiculous. Uh, I went back and I played the I, I I read the everything I read everything okay everything that he said everything that led up to it all the opinion from the journalists that were saying you know oh this is a racist remark or this is a this is a sexist remark sorry I I I can't keep sexism and racism straight anymore because I mean it's basically all the same uh, it's just disagreement if you disagree. You're a sexist or a racist. So, I mean, essentially, there's no difference. I can I can interchange the two. But that I mean, this is a huge problem in Michigan, and we cannot give these woke little children the satisfaction of ever seeing us bend. Um, I won't. I, I have people say that I a lot of comments that I make are sexist or racist or I actually, I was, guys, it finally happened. I was called a racist against Asians. Ah, tickles me pink. I'm marrying an Asian girl. Um, so she's my token. She's my get out of jail free card. Uh, and, and she willingly does so, um, because she's not an idiot. She's not a ruling retard that thinks that any kind of disagreement or any kind of racially, uh, insensitive remark is just the most, the worst thing in the world. She's an American girl. She grew up in America. She is 100% Asian, was adopted to America. She loves America. She thinks that America is the Probably, I, I would imagine, I haven't heard these words from her, but I would imagine that she thinks that America is probably one of the best places on earth to live. So, so coming full circle, um, America is great. America is not a deeply racist place. Um, and trying to move everything into a racial narrative is is going to destroy our country, and it already is. Uh, we see riots, looting, mobs, and actually, that that is a great segue into all of the nooses that are being found, guys. Guys, we have just a bunch of racist, horrible, no good, very bad people running around hanging nooses up everywhere. Nooses galore! They're just everywhere, guys. You cannot actually go anywhere now without finding a noose. So obviously, the big one in the news was Bubba Wallace. 
Uh, nobody had heard of him before now. He made a big stink about uh, uh, there was a there was a loop in his in his uh, rope to pull the garage door down. A loop. It was a loop in a rope. It wasn't a, it wasn't a, uh, a noose. Now, how do I know it wasn't a noose? And I and I knew it wasn't a noose, uh, guys. I'm I'm gonna tell you this. I I actually did predict the future. Uh, I just did it not on the show um, because I I didn't have a show then. So I did predict the future, and again, I was right. Uh, so when this first came out, I was like, really? Somebody went into one of the most secure garages in the country, one that is obviously under surveillance 24-7. Some horrible racist that works for NASA, or NASCAR, I almost said NASA, works for NASCAR, went into this building knowing that there was all this security, all this all the cameras, all the footage would have been there. And they put a noose in Bubba Wallace's garage stall. Why? Because he's black, right? Because that's that's the only possible explanation. There's a noose and he's black. Well, I, 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 I'm, I'm just going to humbly say that I was once again right in predicting the future. So I said it's probably not a noose. Uh, let's see what a, let's see a picture of what it is. Uh, let's see this so-called noose. Uh, well, like I said, it was a rope connected to the garage door with a loop at the end of it. You know, so you could grab it and pull. All right, if it was a noose, and you're grabbing onto a thousand-pound door and pulling on it, you're gonna break your hand. That thing's gonna tighten up on your fingers. It's gonna break your hand. Uh, so obviously, it wasn't a noose. All right, uh, I'm I'm done talking about that one because this is stupid. Uh, we're gonna start calling him Bubba Smollett. Um, so does does this happen in Michigan? Is this something that is in our culture? Why, yes, it is. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> All right. So another report from Fox News: Construction workers say they found a noose in Gross Point High School. Forgive me. I'm gonna take a ship of a ship. I'm gonna take a sip of champagne. I'm going to need that. Okay. Gross Point, Michigan, reported by Fox 2. A noose was found by construction workers inside a room being renovated at Gross Point South High School Tuesday night. I'll tell you right now, it looks like a noose, said David Kelly, Turner Construction. It appeared to be a drapery cord, not quite like a Venetian blind. Okay, so a drapery cord uh, was tied into a noose. I mean, obviously, obviously that was meant to lynch somebody. Um, I, I'm quite surprised he didn't find uh, a black man hanging from it. Um, I would think that would be the intent. Uh, so the, the article goes on. The noose was immediately turned over. The noose was immediately turned. Let me say it again. The noose was immediately turned over to Gross Point Public Safety for investigation. Now, Fox has just just given up. They said, okay, it's a noose. Uh, what? Okay, so we'll just keep that in mind because Fox News is not impervious to being idiots. Okay. Article goes on. While no GPPSS staff or students are believed to be involved in this incident, the district is participating fully in the investigation. We are committed to making sure that all people are safe in our schools. Got to keep them safe from those drapery cords. 
Got to keep them safe from those Venetian blind cords. Oh gosh, people, we are we are fully on. I, you know, I'm so glad that Gross Point Public School System is so on board against racism because there are so many people that aren't. Guys, there are so many people that think that racism is just the greatest thing. So these these bold, brave people coming out and making this just wonderful statement. I, I can't believe their bravery. We continue. School officials, as well as Turner Construction personnel, are being transparent and saying what they found is being taken very seriously. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad nobody's sweeping this under the rug. Uh, cause, cause then we wouldn't have this great story to share with you. All right. Um, so it goes on. Uh, as far as pictures of the alleged noose, those remain with Gross Point Public Safety. As far as what should happen to the person responsible for this, I don't know the right answer, but they do need to be accountable to the court system, Dean said. All right, so we don't get a picture of the noose, again, like with Bubba Smollett. Uh, it's a it's a drapery cord, okay? Guys, uh, for anybody that doesn't know what a drapery is, uh, they're blinds. They're blinds. They go over your window. Yeah, go over to your window right now. Take that little cord, that little, little, little tiny thing, yeah? That little tiny itty bitty cord. That's what they made the noose out of. And that's scary. That's very scary to to the the horribly inept people that are going to look at that and think, Oh, I can be hung by that. What? How dare anybody make a loop in a cord? All right. So this racism narrative has just gone off the rails. Um... I'm going to go ahead and, you know, I was listening to Matt Walsh earlier today, and I'm, I'm going to steal some of his intellectual property uh, because he had a great thought. Okay, in a country of 328.2 million people, that's I'm pulling that off the top of my head. It may be off by a bit, but a country of 328.2 million people. All right, if we were a deeply racist country, you would think that we wouldn't need to fabricate stories. Like Jesse Smollett, like Bubba Wallace, like Gross Point Public School Systems. We'd have all the evidence that we need that America is deeply racist because if that's the truth, then these incidents should be numerous, plentiful. They should be everywhere. And in fact, if it was a deeply racist country, you wouldn't want to talk about it because the racists would come for you and they are the majority. Now, it's obvious to anybody with a functioning prefrontal cortex that America is not a deeply racist place, um, that black people are safer in America than they are in any other country in the world. Any other country. Fight me. Fight me on that one. I have gloves. If you want to fight about that one, I will. Okay? Black people in America are safer than in any other country. In fact, people in general in America are safer than they are in any other country, despite the problems that we have. All right. So I'm just going to go out on a limb and say if you have to fabricate a bunch of racist stories to find fictional racist people, I'm going to go ahead and say that's evidence that America is not deeply racist. Uh, and, and this is what we're here for. We're here to destroy the stupid narratives of the left that keep us living in fear, that keep us divided from our brothers um, that keep us divided from our fellow Americans. Because I got to say, I'm going to be honest. 
I'm going to be honest with you here, and I'm just going to pour my feelings out to you. When I see a black person faking a story, all right, or or going overboard on something that is obviously not the narrative that he's claiming it is, it just makes me feel like, you know what, I don't care what happens to black people. And I, I immediately, I immediately counter that to myself because I know that not all black people are responsible for this. I know some very respectable black people that I love. Uh, the, the, the president of Muskegon Community College, great man. Pastor Vody Bakum, great man. The Hodge twins, great pair of guys. All right. There are many great black men that I respect and admire for their, their manliness, uh, sometimes for their theology, sometimes for their thoughts, sometimes for their willingness to sit down with people of a different political persuasion and have a conversation. All right. But all of these black people that are fabricating stories, they need to be called out. They need to be shamed. They need to be humiliated. And I think they should be removed from their jobs because that's what they're trying to do to others in the name of some fake racism. Okay. They should take, they should, okay. Bubba Wallace has, is very privileged. He is a very privileged man. He is racing in NASCAR. He is making bank. All right. I'm not making bank. And I am a, a, a just a, a, a infinitely brilliant musician and also an infinitely brilliant political thinker. And I, I'm not making bank. I think he should have those privileges ripped violently away and shown what it's like to just be a standard American. All right? That's, that's just my two cents. Now, we must move on from nooses. But we can't move on from racism because that's all that anybody talks about in America now. Uh, so, my gosh. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'd bring you something better if I could. I'd bring you real news if I could. Uh, Shelby Township trustee taking heat for Facebook post that critics call racist. Racist. Pig. Okay. Shelby Township official is under fire for what is being called a racist Facebook post made just days after the township police chief was suspended for controversial tweets that seemed to glorify police brutality. Uh, seemed to glorify police brutality. Again, they they probably didn't. Uh, I'm not going to go look at them because God, I just can't chase down every single little stupid thing. Um, so this Shelby Township trustee, John Vermeulen, um, he posted a picture of... Aunt Jemima and Quaker Oats brand mascot together in bed with the saying, can't we all just get along? All right. Uh, was it maybe not appropriate for a public official? Maybe. Maybe you can argue with that. You can argue that. But the post has a black woman and a white man in bed. How the hell is that racist? How is that racist? Like, I thought that was the standard. I thought that was the status quo of not racist with a white guy having sexual relations with a black person. Like, <clears throat> that's racist now. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, uh, another person on Facebook commented on the post. And, of course, 
Because only the right can make jokes anymore. Because the left thinks everything is racist. This guy posted, You guys don't know what you're missing. Brown sugar and oats is pretty tasty. Followed by other laughing emojis. Alright, that is an accurate statement. Brown sugar and oats is pretty dang tasty. Um... <laughs> That's good. That is actually a funny joke. I don't care who you are. Um, But the point is, the left can't take a joke. The left can't even take a joke about something that is the status quo of not being racist without calling it racist. So they have become, the left has just become the most unfunny thing in the world. Um, they, 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 They have lost all comedy. Um, all their late night comedians are just god awful now uh, because they they can't make a joke. Um, all they can do is talk about how brutally racist America is. Um, you know what? I I'm done with the stupidity. Uh, I made the joke. You guys all you guys all see that it's it's stupid humor. Uh, obviously not racist. Probably probably not appropriate from an elected official. Uh, I'll be reposting it soon. So, moving on from racism. Oh, oh, wait, no. No, we can't. Oh, yeah, never mind, because that's, that's all the rage now. Racism is, is all we think about. Okay, so Governor Gretchen Whitmer can't escape the racism either. Okay, so Fox 2 is reporting, Governor Gretchen Whitmer talks about status, statue removal, racial injustice issues. So she talks about the statues. Uh, yeah, they should not be in public spaces. They shouldn't be destroyed. They should be a museum, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. Um, well, actually, actually, that's that's the second part of the piece. The first part is uh, police union reform. So I am against unions. Unions are stupid. Um, I am going to be a teacher someday. I am not going to join a teacher's union because unions are corrupt, horrible places that just shove money down the Democrats' throats. And I'm not going to give those people my money. For one, I can negotiate for myself. I'm a big boy. I'm a man. Guess what I can do? I can go to my employer and I can say, look, either you're going to give me more or I'm leaving. Now, obviously, that's not the point of being a teacher. Uh, I'm going to be working for, you know, dirt cheap, um, probably in an inner city if they're ever policed again. Um... But the, the point is that I don't need a bunch of people that are just going to give my money to Democrats to negotiate my contract for me. They're idiots. They don't know what I need. I know what I need. I know what I want. Unions are just corrupt sinkholes, as we've seen with the United Autos Workers Union, as we've seen with police unions that cover for dirty cops, as we've seen with unions going back since the founding of friggin' unions, all right? I mean, maybe maybe at one time they were okay. I mean, I, I, I can imagine in the beginning. they were, When they were first conceived, they were probably a benefit, okay? Um, but now they're useless. They're, they're functionally useless. Um, all they're useful for is giving money to Democrats. So I will never be a part of a union. Um, the police should not be part of unions, uh, especially if they, if they abhor the fact that these unions take cops that have been misusing their authority and just shuffle them into a different job, into a different police job. Um, so I actually, I actually agree with Whitmer on this. 
wow, guys, you're not going to hear me say that often. I agree with Heil Wittmer um, for once. So, um, she actually refuses to condemn unions. Um, but, oh, you know what? I'm going to have to go back and retract. I don't agree with Whitmer on this. I don't agree with Heil Wittmer on this because they're her, they're her money bags. They're her sponsors. Unions shovel money into the Democratic Party, as I said. And, you know, I should have thought about that, actually, before I said I agree with Whitmer on this because... I actually I read the article and I know she didn't say anything and that was that was my first thought. I I don't know where this train was going. It was going to a place that doesn't exist. <laughs> so I will have to retract. I do not agree with Whitmer. Um, so so this this guy that's interviewing her, Skubik, said, "Would you concede that there is a code of silence in the police ranks?" Heil Wittmer, I can't speak to that. Skubik, you're not going to say that unions are in need of reform. Heil Wittmer. I'm not going to go there. I think that is overly simplistic. Oh, it's oversimplifying when it's somebody that's shoveling money into your campaign. It's oversimplification when we're attacking your donors. It's, it's not oversimplification to call a group of peaceful protesters against your stupid lockdown order uh, Nazis and white supremacists. It's not an oversimplification to say that they're all just anti-woman, sexist, bigots. That's not an oversimplification. But when it comes to your donors, I see. I see where that would be a problem for you. All right. I hope that sunk in. Um, so... Uh, the question was, another question, some local communities have responded to protests by passing regulations or resolutions declaring racism to be a public health threat. Does the governor agree? Heil Wittmer. Yeah, I do think that it impacts people's health. There is no question. Being black in America has chronic stress associated with it, and it absolutely creates a crisis among people of color. Well, yeah, it does, but it's a self-inflicted crisis. There they're committing crimes at vastly higher numbers than any other race in the country. Their fatherless rate is astronomical. Um, their mothers tell them that the cops are just going to shoot them if they're ever pulled over. Uh, they're told by their gangs not to comply with cops, to run, to shoot them, to kill them, to uh, do anything they can to obstruct the officers. So, yeah, I, I do think that there, 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 it is a public health problem. What? Uh, not not public health problem. It's a black community health problem. Uh, and it is one that is self-inflicted, as I said. So, uh, of course, she brings up NASCAR because she's inept and she doesn't realize that Bubba Wallace was making a big stink out of a friggin' rope to pull down his garage door. So, once again, ladies and gentlemen, your governor, Heil Wittmer. Uh, great. Let's let's move on because <laughs> when I start calling people Hitler, uh, I'm getting a little agitated. Okay, uh, more stuff. Uh, so in case you missed this, study uncovers link between blood type and coronavirus susceptibility. So yeah, they are actually still covering. Oh oh, before we go on to that, uh, I saw a an article. Uh, um. 
Okay, so Fox News ran a Chiron that said, ooh, excuse me, that said, experts worry that coronavirus is disappearing too fast for us to analyze the virus. Oh no, it's going away too fast for us to get a vaccine. How horrible. How just absolutely, my goodness, what have I been saying for the last four months? Uh, it's like these people don't listen to me, um, which is your fault, actually. Listeners, it's your fault people don't listen to me. You're not sharing me. I see you. Uh, share me. Yes, I am shaming you. Um, can I white shame you? Can, it, like, actually, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to say that it is racist not to share my show with others because uh, you are you are determining that you are going to cancel me. You are, you are not actually going to allow me to exist as myself, uh, as I perceive myself, with a huge audience in front of me. So you are, you are effectively... You're denying my existence by this, uh, and you should be ashamed of yourselves. So share my show, uh, do all the things to help me get bigger. Uh, maybe, maybe eventually Governor Whitmer will actually, you know, sit down for an interview with me. I don't know. Would you guys like that? I would. Make me big. Make me famous. Hey, it's worth a shot. All right. So enough, enough, uh, enough listener shaming here. Um, so. This is actually really inconsequential uh, because of this, but I thought it was interesting. Uh, type type A uh, blood. Is, no, uh, let me let me find it. Let me find it. People with type O blood had a protection effect with thirty five percent lower risk. Uh, people with type A blood have a forty five percent higher risk, and so Doctor Lockwood. Okay, this this guy. Uh, this guy from the university, it, it takes a University of South California uh, expert to figure this out, okay? He said, and I quote, so if you're a 70-year-old who smokes and has emphysema and has an A-positive blood type, I don't know that I would want to stray far from my home. No, you think? I mean, even without the type A blood type, this dude's done. You got, you're 70-year-old, you smoke, and you have emphysema? Uh, yeah, probably a respiratory infection is going to be um, pretty bad for you. I'm so glad that the University of South Florida is employing this man to give us groundbreaking facts such as these. Um, okay, more in coronavirus news because um, obviously the next, the next, you know, coronavirus, the, the, the hope is always in the future. It's never in the present. Uh, and we've been seeing that for quite a while now. The hope is always in the future. Uh, you you have to keep on listening to the experts. You have to listen to all of Governor Vitmer's uh, uh, cram down policies. Um, and oh oh, we're we're gonna get to something fun that uh, Whitmer's lawyer said in just a minute. Uh, as soon as I finish this, so uh, Fauci, oh our our beloved exalted. Uh, ever so smart Dr. Fauci, who has been wrong at almost every turn and has had to backtrack on his own talk or his own talking points uh, multiple times. So take take what you hear next very seriously. Uh, Fauci says the next few weeks critical to tamping down virus spikes. All right. Another another article from Fox News. You can go check it out. Um, but basically he says, uh, yeah. Basically, just keep on listening to the experts because they are oh so wise and you are oh so foolish, you peons. 
and we must run your lives for you so that you don't get this scary, scary virus. Oh, scary virus. It's going to come get you if you don't listen to Vitmer and her expert panel and the CDC that covered it up for two months and lied about it and said there was no human-to-human transmission and let China just run roughshod over the truth and their own scientists that were throwing up red flags. Yeah. So listen to these people uh, and your life will be perfect. So we get to, uh, oh, oh, just Vitmer. Vitmer in the news. Vitmer in the news. All right. So the Free Press has an article. Appeals Court says Michigan gyms must remain closed just hours before they were to reopen. So they were they were supposed to reopen in, uh, I, gosh, it's like 1130. I'm recording my show. Uh, they were supposed to reopen uh, when the clock struck 1201. Does the clock, clocks don't strike 1201. They strike 12. By the time it was finished tolling, 12 o'clock, the gyms would be able to reopen. Okay, so 1201 a.m. Thursday. Um, so... Instead of doing that, actually, what we're going to have is a three-judge pan- three panel of the U.S. Sixth, Court of Appeals, Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals uh, issued a ruling shortly before 9 p.m. saying Governor Vitmer's orders keeping indoor fitness facilities closed during the coronavirus pandemic needed to remain in place while, the, while an appeal of U.S. District Judge Paul Maloney's decision of last week to reopen them was heard. Okay, so... Um, they're, they're not going to let, you know, businesses reopen. Uh, even though a Michigan judge said that Whitmer had not given substantial reasons for them not to be able to reopen. That was the ruling. Uh, they had not substantially stated their case. So, uh, we are going to reopen gyms. Okay. This is great. This, you will love this. Whitmer's lawyers argued that letting gyms reopen despite her orders could create, quote, the likelihood of an unworkable patchwork, unquote, of rules for different businesses and regions across the state, which could, quote, lead to unintended consequences and erosion of the common plan to fight the spread of the virus, unquote. Huh. The likelihood of an unworkable patchwork of rules. You know, something, I feel like something like that has been implemented uh, by... Oh, oh, it was by Wittmer. It was by Führer Wittmer and uh, her clowns up there in in Lansing. Uh, Didn't they create an unworkable patchwork of rules? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can can go murder your babies, but you can't open your gym. My goodness, this this is asinine. Ugh. Ugh. Somebody, Lord Jesus, please come soon. This is ridiculous. I don't even think we're... We're not even close. He's not going to come back now. He'd probably be crucified again. Good night. Son of God comes back and the leftist woke mob is going to crucify him again. Yeah, he's not going to come back right now. Uh, He's going to let us sit and stew in our own juices. Uh, We've we've built this culture. Um, Even conservatives, yes, we've helped. We've helped with our silence. Silence is violence, as the leftist so reliably assured us. Um... So, conservatives 
Uh, here's a message for my conservative friends. Um, get off your asses. Do something. You have to be politically active. Yes, I know. The church says, oh, we can't offend people with our politics. Well, yeah, we can. And we should. We should stand up for the truth. We should stand up for good policies. We should stand up for the narrative being correct. And we should stand up against false narratives. Anybody that says they're a Christian and they cannot engage in politics because of that, look, you may make mistakes. I do all the time. I do. When I engage in politics, I get heated. Um, I call people names. I do things that aren't maybe the most Christian thing I should do. But to be absent from the field gives the woke mob all of the leverage. Do you want them to have the leverage? I don't. I can't say that I do. Um, and, and, you know, it is the leftist mob that has shamed us into silence already. This has been 30 years in the making. They've used the media to do it, calling us homophobes and, uh, you know, just all sorts of gross, disgusting names. And they've shamed us into silence. Christians built this nation. Christian thinkers uh, conceived of a free people, a free society in which freedom and justice reigns. Now, I'm not saying that this is perfect. I'm not saying it's utopia because it's not. Utopia will not come until Christ returns. But we should be striving for justice on earth, real justice, not, show, not social justice, not fake justice, not justice of the mob, not justice that uh, idiots demand, because that's not justice. We need to push for our culture to be just, and we need to be an influence in the culture. I'm trying to be an influence in the culture. You can help me by sharing me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shame you again. You can help me be an influence in the culture by sharing me. I, I'm only going to try and affect Michigan. Maybe I can change the world. Maybe I can. Maybe I can change Michigan. I think that's a much more reasonable and uh, reachable goal, um, and that's my goal. So please help me. Please support me. Please share me. Um, we are out of time for today. We've got more to get to on Friday. Um, but for today, that is the show. Thank you guys so much for listening, and remember, we need to be in the culture war. We do. And I'm going to help you do it, um, but I need your help and I need your support. So with that being said, and of course, that doesn't mean I'm ever going to stop doing the podcast. It doesn't matter how influential I am or I'm not. Uh, I'm going to continue speaking the truth and I will fight the leftist mob. So guys, thank you so much for listening. Remember uh, to go to our website. Yes, I know. I know I still don't have a newsletter for you guys. Uh, that will be up soon. I'm, st I'm still working on that. Uh, I got to figure out how to run a website. Um, I'm actually working on getting somebody that can run the website for me. Um, and so uh, another shout out again, uh, if you'd like to be involved in the podcast, uh, you know, you, you can share the podcast. That would help if you want to be involved, if you want to help spread the word, get us out, run something, um, help me out with any aspect of this is a huge job. It's a huge undertaking. Uh, I talked with, uh, Mr. Mike Hewitt, um, of the Mike Hewitt show. Uh, the other day, and he gave me some great pointers. Uh, he gave me a lot of things to work on for the show, so I need help. Guys, guys, you want to help? I know you do. So uh, give me a call. Give me a text. Uh, send me an email. Um, you can email the show uh, from our website, or you can, uh, you can, I think you can private message 
Holmes Politicast on Facebook. I don't know. I'll have to check that one out. But guys, get a hold of me in some way. Um, let me know if you want to help with the show. We've already had some help. We've we've had some support. Um, that's how we got the website running. I appreciate so much the support I've already gotten. Um, and it, it needs to continue or we're not going to keep going. So that is the show for today. Uh, that's all your, your guilt trip for today. <laughs> so I will see you again on Friday. Remember there... Uh, well, I, I guess you can't remember this until I tell you. Uh, no shows next week um, because, my goodness, I need a break. And it's the 4th of July. And I'm going to go blow stuff up and celebrate being an American because, dang, this country is great to live in. Right? Right? Am I right? Yes, I'm right. So go blow stuff up next week uh, in celebration of our great liberty. And I'll see you Friday for that show.